You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, this is Wesley Kington from Campus Review speaking with uh, Hani Banner, General Manager of the Open to Study program about James Cook University's World Music Massive Online course, MOOC. Now, I'm of the understanding many universities around the world have integrated this kind of learning into their curriculums, but this is an Australian first. Uh, so, um, Honey, thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on Campus Review. No worries. Uh, firstly, could you explain what uh, MOOCs are? Are they also known as MOOCs or are they just MOOCs? Yeah, they're pretty much MOOCs. MOOCs. That's, uh, that's uh, um, the cool thing kids call them. It's, it's uh, basically massive online open courses. Um, and the idea is that um, uh, thousands of people can come along and study uh, courses online for free. Uh, it's really opening up education to uh, through a new medium and through a new method. Uh, obviously, online courses were existing prior to this, but having massive online courses where uh, a large number of students can come along and collaborate and study together and progress together is something fairly new. Uh, so it's it's you know things like Coursera and edX and other uh, organisations that have really taken off overseas. And Open to Study is the largest Australian uh, MOOC, uh, which has 48 courses in Australia. Right. And how did this Australian first come about? At um, Is James Cook University the first to actually um, integrate it into their curriculum? Yeah, uh, it's, it's come about really from... Um, we've set up Open to Study about three years ago, and we've had tremendous growth in uh, number of students. So we've got about 1.2 million enrolments in Open to Study, and that's really come about from, from word of mouth. And uh, one of these 48 courses I mentioned is by James Cook University. Um, so the, the professor there, um, you know, the, the, has actually had a lot of initiative and he was really uh, keen to progress this and, and make it happen. So so David, the professor of the World Music uh, course, um, actually took it on himself to start introducing his students to the course. And he's requested to, to his students that as part of their, their, their studies, um, they actually go and do the Open the Study course and engage with the material and complete it, and then come back with a certificate. And if they come back with a certificate of completion, he'll give them additional marks. So he's really integrated into his classroom model of teaching, uh, and the feedback has been really good. So his students are saying the content is engaging. It's great for them to be listening to music online and going off and exploring things on the web. Um, as part of that classroom experience, it's really broadened uh, the, the augmented uh, learning model which is something that's happening more and more these days. Um, and, uh, you know, we think the, the next stage for this, and <clears throat> where we'd like to take it, is that you can come along to Open the Study, you can uh, do a course online for free, and then you can actually take the credits that you've, you've achieved there, the, the compliments you've done, and take it to a university and apply for a course and get credits towards that course. So really have that um, baby steps of, of doing the first uh, free MOOC for four weeks uh, and having success there and feeling confident and then going ahead and applying for a, for a course, whether it's a classroom course or whether it's an online course, for example, with Open Uni. Um, be able to have be ahead of it and actually have completed, uh, uh, let's say, a quarter of a unit of study, um, that's something the students want and they're actually asking us for. Right. So um, uh, the impression I'm getting is that MOOCs can actually uh, be a stepping stone, like a free stepping stone into an actual university degree. So you can actually do the course online um, for free uh, before and just get a general gist of, of what you're going to be up 
against when you're actually studying the degree. And then um, you can print off the certificate of completion and uh, give it to the university and it can actually count as credits towards the degree? That's what we're hoping will happen. I mean, it's, it's very early days. It it's, hasn't established itself yet. There's a couple of universities in the U.S. that are doing this, and they've just launched it about six months ago. Um, we, we, are, we believe this, this is going to be part of our strategy with Open to Study. We think it's something that the students uh, would really enjoy and something they're asking us for. Uh, it's, it's very progressive. Um, and obviously it's changing the model of, of university learning, but that's what we're here for. Uh, both MOOCs and Open to Study and Open University Australia, we all want to push forward and try different things. Right. And you're saying that, um, is it Dr. David Salisbury from James Cook, who's actually um, the, the first in Australia to integrate it into his um, music curriculum? Uh, is it, would that be correct? Correct. Yep. So he's he's the first one to to launch it in this way. And um, how how um, do you know specifics about how he's how he's um, making the credits uh, from the completion of the MOOC count toward uh, the actual university program? Well, he's actually allocating ten percent of his course towards the MOOC. So if you if you complete the the online course, which is a four week course. Um, then you actually four weeks. It's four hours worth of study, um, online study, and then an additional four hours of, of assessments and what have you. But uh, it goes over four weeks, and then when they complete that, the student rocks up with a certificate of completion, and he'll award them an extra ten percent based right. on that. And that, that this um, particular um, MOOC for his program, it's for students who are already enrolled into the degree, or can it be? Is it also for students who are interested in enrolling in, in the degree? At the moment, it's for students who are enrolled in the campus degree, um, and that's like you mentioned. That's the thing we are looking to to extend to, and that's the logical next step: is that anyone can study the MOOC online and then take it forward to the campus and apply for the degree and get those credits straight away as a as a credit transfer. So that is really the the way we're seeing things heading. Um, it's very exciting because we think it will open up. Uh, the exposure to these courses. We think uh, prospect students will get a taster, like you said earlier. They'll get a feel for the course. Um, and they, they will, uh, a lot of students we find telling us they're a little bit anxious about getting back into study, for example, if they, if they haven't studied for a while, uh, and they're not sure what to expect. So we really think it's a nice stepping stone to be able to, to do this, um, get a, a gentle collaborative experience. And the experience that they get through up in the study is actually... Um, a very enjoyable experience in the sense that uh, you get on the you you watch videos, you interact with other students, you do some quizzes, and you're very much handheld through the process. So you're not just left alone to do your thing. There's a community there. There's there's social learners that we actually have engaged in the forums to help people along, um, and we have a 96% satisfaction rating from students. So we have a very high success rate with Open to Study. Right. Uh, so is that um, students who um, are enrolled in um, MOOCs around Australia? This is all the Open Study students. Uh, we have uh, the, one of the highest, we think it's the highest success rate, completion rate for MOOCs worldwide, which is 20%. So typically MOOCs like edX have about a 6% completion rate. We have a 20% completion rate. Um, so we put a lot of effort into the experience to make sure it's a very easy 
uh, interface to use. It's a it's an engaging experience. The content is progressive in difficulty. It's not just throwing in the in the deep end. Um, and a lot of our courses are introductory, so they they really handhold you through the experience. For example, one of the really popular one is an introduction to psychology. Um, and and in that you you get stepped through the various um, foundation level information about psychology and. I think prospect students get a feel of whether they want to pursue that field or not. All right, and uh, so for for students studying at MOOC at the moment, uh, MOOCs at the moment, I should say, uh, what does it can it actually count towards towards anything at at, at this stage, or is it just um, is that is that where you're kind of leading to? Are you in the process of talking to more campuses about having it count towards? So aside from the um, the specific one with the world music, uh, there is uh, two others that are coming on board, uh, which is uh, part of the University of Tasmania. So we have two MOOCs with them. And one of them, for example, is Marine and Antarctic Science. So the Marine and Antarctic Urban Study MOOC is something they want to incorporate into uh, their actual uh, curriculum. Um, so again, they'd be able to be able to study that as part of the curriculum and get credits towards the course. So we're seeing a real trend, a real demand from both the universities about having this augmented learning model where students can study in the classroom but also study online. Um, and we're seeing it uh, from a student end. They're also saying to us, uh, you know, we'd be great to get rewarded for the hard work we've done doing this online MOOC by having some credits allocated to it. So it's definitely something that, that is just taking off um, and we're hoping in the next 12 months we're going to see a lot of progress in this area. Right. And uh, how broadly are, you, are they used uh, within tertiary education systems around the world? Uh, MOOCs themselves, um, as you know, with Coursera and edX, there's a lot of universities that have put their courses on there to try them out, to see the reaction and to get feedback. Um, and a lot of MOOCs out there are actually starting to, to be paid. So they're, they're starting to charge for the MOOCs. Um, and I guess that's one, one thing we want to do is keep them free. We believe it, they need to stay free. Um, and some of the providers we have, we have a lot of uh, Australian providers, we have international providers, but you know we've got Macquarie on board, Swinburne, Flinders, um, University of Tasmania, RMIT, Massey. So we have a, a large number of Australian providers who have uh, provided their own lecturers to come along and develop the material, stand in front of the camera and, and produce all this material, the four hours of video, um, uh, that's based on introductory courses from the university. So it's really they've taken some of the, the best, most engaging material that you would see at the university and they've put it into a really nice format that people can access online. Okay. And um, has it taken uh, long for Australian tertiary institutions to jump on board the uh, MOOC bandwagon? And if so, uh, why why do you say that? Why why would you why do you think that? Um, I don't know if it's taken a long time, but I think I think like uh, the, the MOOC model itself is really finding its feet. And we know, for example, over the last few years, uh, a lot of the overseas large overseas MOOCs they've struggled to make it um, a model, a sustainable model. And that's what we are looking at as well. So as I mentioned earlier, a lot of them are starting now to charge for, for these MOOCs. So they're combining a number of MOOCs together, creating a program of study, and then they charge you $100, $200, $300 for that, right? Um, or they might say, here's a free material, but we're going to charge you for the actual assessment and the certificate. Um, and we feel that um, our, our approach is a little bit different. 
So we're fortunate from, from an open study perspective to be part of uh, Open University Australia. And our model is that people can come along, they can take any of these 48 free courses, short courses on Open to Study. And then if they choose to and they like the content, they can go ahead and enroll in Open University Australia. Um, so you're really getting the flexibility at both ends. And it's really the, the reason universities are still trying to work out how MOOCs fit into their model is is because it's it's not clear whether for them whether it's a it's an R and D arm of the business. So is it something where they go and experiment with different things, or is it a, a lead generator? Is it uh, is it a way to to bring in new uh, to promote the universities? And it's probably a combination of all of those. But they still haven't worked out exactly where the benefit is to their current university model. And I think we think there's these two aspects that that we believe. Um, especially for open to study, we believe moving forward will work. The first, ensuring that it continues to be free, so it can be a taster for anyone to come along, have a feel for what these courses are like. If they if they enjoy it and they feel it's suitable, then they might go ahead and enroll in an open to study unit, for example, um, uh, sorry, open university unit, so they can purchase a unit and actually enroll in it and, and commence a degree. The second aspect is, as I mentioned, uh, all we're talking about is the, is the credit for MOOCs. And we think that, again, will make it a much more attractive model moving forward for both universities and for students. Right. And, um, and that just goes back to what you were talking about, um, how uh, campuses were or have been trying to, fight, to, to integrate into their business model. Um, and that's why there's been a sustainability issue. Um, however, uh, what you're outlining there is, is basically how, how to basically make it a um, like a, a viable option both for the campuses and the universities to uh, to integrate into their curriculum. Yeah, we we think so. We think there's there's a there's probably two layers. Uh, one of them is as we're seeing, there's a real desire. Uh, for on-campus study to to have that augmented experience, so uh, you know you, uh, lecturers like like David Salisbury has gone to his students and say go off and do the the, the world music open to study MOOC and then come back to the classroom and they already have this this foundational knowledge that they can bring it into the classroom with them um, and they've had that engaging online experience they've clicked off to different websites different references and they haven't just sat there in the lecture room face to face for the whole duration of the course. So that augmented experience is something that MOOCs online learning is, is kind of merging together with the classroom. We feel that's one aspect of it. Um, and the other aspect is, as I mentioned, the, the whole model of coming in, doing something for free, having a look at the material, working out whether um, you would enjoy committing your life to this particular course of study. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what your experience was, was like at university, but when I did my studies at, uh, at the University of Newcastle, actually, in New South Wales, um, the, f the first year is, is something uh, very unusual for a student because you go in there and you're not sure if you want to commit to this course of study. Everything is, is different to, to school study. And I think if I had the experience of being able to go online and see what this course was about, I would have had a lot more confidence before committing to, to the long study. And I know a lot of people, when I was studying, changed courses after the first year. And you know, th there's a great opportunity here for MOOCs to actually reduce that amount of churn and confusion with students. If they can go in and get a feel for the lecturer and, and really see a real lecturer talking to them and presenting to them and doing some simple assignments to, to get started, um, that might really help them and give them confidence to continue the study.